Yo, what up, what up, what up, my peoples? Welcome to the IMC TV Street Chat. You see your host, Prime Evil, with my co-host, Alan Boogie. Yo, we appreciate you guys coming in, you know, tuning in and checking us out today, you know. Um, we're going to be going through what's going on in the past week. It's actually draining, you know. What we're going to be talking about is draining because in the sense that... um. It would seem like we're repeating ourselves, because we actually talked about this issue from the last show, you know. Well, first off, um, we're going to talk about the President Trump loss to President-elect Joe Biden. As the stand from last uh, week, if you guys recollect, I uh, was saying that how he's not conceding and his supporters are actually going around and spreading false news that um mr trump actually won the election you know it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's been a sad few weeks in american polity you know since the election results came out you know what i mean so now these people are doing whatever it takes you know even president trump himself is doing whatever it takes for him you know they they're trying to scuttle the whole results you know there are talks going on that he's actually trying to <clears throat> Influence this Republicans uh, secretary of states in these different uh, Republican controlled states is trying to influence the results, you know um, According to one of the reports um, one of the airlines like Trump is reportedly going straight to Republican states Legislators in an attempt to overthrow Biden's win, you know, what I mean, which is actually crazy because the people of America have already spoken. Yeah, he had a a good a good number of people 70 something million people that actually voted for him but in the same sense you can't do you can't do the results because um biden has more wins you know what i mean he has more votes that was cast in his favor you know so what he's trying to do is actually against the tenets of democracy you know and um it's it's so sad that um people like lindsey graham who are actually part of the Republican and GOP leadership are actually involved in this fraud because it's actually a situation that transpired at the beginning of the week where Lindsey Graham attempted to toss on Georgia ballots, you know what I'm saying? And this is actually a felony, you know what I'm saying? It's a felony election fraud, you know, according to U.S. laws. You know, I don't know why no charges have been pressed against him, but what um, he's requesting is corrupt and it's actually can be criminal if it's, it's criminal you know and uh while we're talking on that um georgia states you know we talked last week they were actually going to be doing some end counting because of the um the, the the views of trump and his supporters towards the election results so georgia decided to count it over five million ballots by hand Anyway, they actually concluded on that, and um, I think yesterday or today they concluded on that, and the results just came out, preliminary results that they are going to certify came out, and um, it still stands that Joe Biden won um, Georgia. So we're going to give it, we give it up for the Democrats for still doing it, regardless of all this noise and uh, issues that Trump and his people are trying to raise. The truth is still standing strong, you know what I'm saying? So that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? They had a march sometime this over the weekend, I think, where they, the, the Proud Boys and uh, 
uh, the three percenters uh, march for Trump. They had a million MAGA march, you know what I'm saying, Washington, D.C., you know. They started from some of the southern states and drove through all the way to, to they got to D.C. and had a, a rally. According to reports and media and videos and pictures, it was a bust, you know. <laughs> they tried to copy the Million Man and the Million Man March, you know. As much as these people, you know, have a problem with indigenous people, they still steal from them, you know what I mean? Anyway, the man, uh, the million marker match was nothing. According to reports, it was only like a few thousand people, maybe about five thousand people that showed up. You know, the people that were at the rally, they were all confused because it seemed like everybody came there. You know, it was not a focused rally. It was not a focused agenda. You know, what I mean, why some of the people sitting up at the rally claiming that Trump won the election? Some were actually saying that the the results were rigged so these people could not even make up their mind of what side they on as far as the, the, the story that they putting out there so it, it was just crazy you know before the, the before the, the actual march a lot of people were actually talking like oh there's gonna be some killings and all of this and all of that i'm like yeah there might gonna be some a few isolated events but it's not gonna be a situation where people just gonna be shooting each other on the street and nothing is happening you know what i mean but like i always say you know and i i keep saying the institutions in america are stronger than one person you know what i'm saying or some some unconstitutional ideals you know what i'm saying the, the the system here is strong you know so when you have all these proud boys they're marching and i'm um, trying to cause all these problems the institutions you are ready to deal with them when the time comes you know what i'm saying what i tell these guys is they need, they need to just chill because all they're doing is not is just causing um issues for themselves you know what i mean and uh, a lot of these people they might face charges like i said before you know trump's family trump himself you know they're instigating people you know what i mean and um the the, the instigation of these people with this uh, messed up ideologies is actually polarizing uh, American society even further, you know? And that's why I said that uh, Trump is not the bigger problem here. Yeah, he was a problem and we need to get him out as the leader of the free world and him not uh, fit for that office. We needed to get him out. But what has happened in this four years that he had free reign over the affairs of the United States and probably the world, he has actually, his ideas and ideology has actually been embedded in his supporters. You know, again, you have 77 million people, uh, 77 million people that voted for him, about 71 million people. That's about half of the eligible voters that casted their votes for the U.S. election. You know, again, that's a scary number for me, you know. That's a scary number for anybody. That's why I said Trump is not a bigger problem because I don't think Trump will even come back as president in another four years. I don't think he will even make it back into that office. But the thing is, he can support and sponsor people with his ideas and ideology that can hope, that can probably, not hopefully, that can probably make it into higher office and make policies that will greatly affect the lives of a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So these are things that needs to be looked at you know 
a lot of these people, these races, they are so bold, you know. I know there were a few, they, they, they're so bold, they threaten people. I mean, we see what they've done to uh, uh, President-elect Joe Biden during this campaign with them chasing the bus down on the freeway somewhere in Texas, you know. I mean, that bus could have actually gotten into a, a bad accident, you know. So those are the mindset of these people. These people are armed. They are fully armed, man. You know, they have guns and all of this stuff, you know. These ultra right-wing groups and all of this, all of these people are supporting this Trump, you know. Again, that's what I'm saying. He has given them the, the, the strength, the audacity, the boldness to be able to step out from the shadows, you know, and talk nonsense and actually press people. I mean, there's a lot of things coming out every day, you know. Today I was looking at um, a news report where a white woman actually went to the, the, the property of a black couple and tell them that they need to stop acting black, that they're in a, in a white neighborhood so they, should, they need to stop acting black. You know, can you just imagine somebody paid for a house of almost a half a million dollars and stuff and somebody has the nerve to come on your property and tell them they need to start acting black. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? This is somebody that's paying their own way. They're not on no government welfare or anything like that. You have the nerve to come on my property, you know? And there's another incident that actually happened right here in um, Atlanta with people that somebody that I know over here in Union, you know, where the the neighbor a white neighbor again came to a black neighbor's house you know because they had their dog tied outside in their own yard come to the neighbor's house and banging on the door and you know and telling them they shouldn't be leaving their dog out like that you know in their own property in a house that they bought so that's what i'm saying you know, when they're talking about these karens and all of this these people those white privileged this privileged white people that think they have the audacity to come tell you how to live your life in your own property, in, in places, in a place that you use your sweat to procure. You understand what I'm saying? So again, all of this audacity and boldness is because of the kind of leadership that America has had for the uh, past four years. You know what I'm saying? And um, it is just crazy, man. And uh, again, I just hope this um, Biden presidency. That's about to take effect January 20th. It's actually going to change the mindset of a lot of these, uh, a lot of these um, people, you know, that are actually supporting Trump and are actually egging him on to not concede and 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 not do the right thing according to the laws of the United States of America, you know. And um, another clown that's in the Trump circle is uh, Rudy Giuliani, you know. He's uh, the personal lawyer of Trump, and according to reports, he's one of those people, you know, that, that that's actually encouraging the president not to concede. Despite the president losing the popular electoral vote to Joe Biden, this guy's actually encouraging uh, Trump not to concede. He's actually wants Trump to take it all the way to the courts, you know. And it just it's supposed to say that some of these cases in the court, like Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, have been thrown out by by judges, you know. But this guy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, 
is encouraging Mr. Trump to keep pushing with this court, this bogus court cases. And his old angle, his old ammo, is his own pocket. You know, because all the reports that have come out that say that um, he's actually charging Mr. Trump $20,000 a day. <laughs> To actually, I guess, speak on his behalf or attend his court cases as his 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 chief law or his chief lawyer, or whatever, whatever way they call it, you know, defending lawyer, or whatever, or the chief prosecuting lawyer, whichever. But this guy, he's a crook, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we've seen his antecedents, you know what I'm saying? Everything that he's been doing and the kind of nonsense that he's been uttering out of his mouth. And I, I, it's actually surprising sometimes when he opens his mouth, I'm actually thinking, is this guy actually the same? Because <laughs> this is somebody that was the mayor of New York during uh, 9-11, the Baku, and a lot of people had a lot of respect for him at that time in the way he comported himself and everything. But now, a few years later, it's like this guy is actually demented, yo. <laughs> yeah, he acts demented, you know, he just talks, he just talks out of his ass, you know what I'm saying? What he's saying a lot of times do not make any sense, you know what I mean? So, um, it, it's crazy, yeah. Other reports, the federal judge rejected uh, Trump's bid to block election certification in Georgia, as like I said. They did their hand count in uh, Georgia, and um, it's certified that Biden won. But before all of this, Trump was trying to block it, you know. Um, Trump has been trailing Biden by more than 12,000 votes, you know. I mean, they said there were some few minor lapses in the in the vote. That, if anything, I think there were some votes that were missed that were counted in the initial count, you know what I'm saying? But all in all, you know, say overall, everything push come to shove, Biden actually still took the state. So Trump is actually even the supporters, they're sore, you know, they're just, they, 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 they're looking for something to hold on to. <laughs> you know? They're in a sinking, in a sinking ship, you know, and just looking for something to grasp onto life. And uh, for them to make them feel like they can still run this country or run the world with their nonsense. But it's not going to happen, you know what I mean? And I just want to urge everybody else who's supporting him. The GSA director, General Services Administration director, that's supposed to give Mr. Biden the, the funds for his transition. These people need to know what they're doing. Because, I mean, we, we, they're doing things that are actually affecting that will affect national security you know what i'm saying and i i, I really pray these people face consequences for all of these actions you know because certain certain position of power should be a political apolitical you know you should not be it should not be politicized regardless of what party you come from you should just know okay this is the way this is supposed to be done based on the law you know what i mean but um, Biden was um, requested information for the stockpile that um, the United States has, you know, to combat COVID-19. And actually, he was refused that, uh, that information by the GSA and by the Trump administration, which is crazy. And a lot of this information um, is in, in the public domain, you know, can be requested under the Freedom of Information Act. And I think on Yahoo News actually 
requested that information and got it and published it this morning you know so i mean a lot of the numbers that trump said at the beginning of the, the, the pandemic where he said they had low numbers of things where actually those numbers have increased so it's actually uncertain if they were lying with giving false numbers back then but the numbers that are showing presently are actually higher than the numbers when the pandemic starts so we want to say maybe they have stockpiled some things but we don't know but no going by the antecedents of this uh, administration it's not far-fetched for them to lie it's not far-fetched for them to have this stockpile already and tell people they don't have it because that's just their mindset they have a fucked up mindset that actually not people oriented you know they actually politicizing everything which is not a way and it's not a way when you're dealing with emergencies it's not the time to play politics like right now with the stimulus that they've been given to citizens you know that are qualified a lot of people are actually in a bind right now you know what I'm saying? Because the pandemic is getting worse, you know? So a lot of people are still not able to go back to work. And um, it, it, it's crazy, you know? A lot of people are not able to go back to work. The, the numbers are rising. You know, some states are actually shutting down. You know, California is shutting down for the Thanksgiving break. Utah, if I'm not mistaken, has already shut down. So a lot of states are actually putting um, lockdown into effect again. And some states have actually mandated the wearing of masks. So, you know, so these things are actually rising and it, it is getting crazier and crazier by the day. So if these people are actually holding back information or, or, or things to combat this thing, it's not a good thing. We need to stop politicizing this, you know. Um, we're going to leave from um, the U.S. Um, politics and talk about Ninja, you know, CNN actually did an investigation um, to, for the NSAS protest. We all remember the NSAS protest and some Nigerian youth were killed by the Nigeria army at the Lekki toll gates. And uh, why the Nigeria army has came out with different stories. Initially, they said they weren't there. They didn't kill nobody, you know then they there were other stories that said they were there and they only use uh blank bullets that they shot in the air you know what i'm saying so it's just been different stories but cnn they put all of that disagreement back and forth they put it to rest you know by doing some investigation with videos that were obtained from that night you know what i'm saying and using technological uh, technology you know and some other things like metadata they were able to ascertain the location and time those pictures were taken and those pictures that were taken showing people dead or dying on that October 20th Lekki massacre is actually at that location you know what I'm saying according to satellite data you know so it's crazy that you know Nigerian media houses and journalists actually play the same videos and all of this and um, the Nigerian government sanctioned them you know find them millions of naira because they were actually telling the truth and uh, now they have come out now and uh, boasting that they're gonna sanction CNN <laughs> Which is a joke to me, you know. What I'm saying they, they claim they're gonna sue CNN and all of that, and that um, 
it was blank bullets insisting that it was blank bullets that their military shot and all of this crap you know but it, it, it just goes to show you the mentality of these people you know what i mean yeah you can harass your local journalists and local media out when it comes to the international media you cannot you cannot intimidate them you know what i mean because a lot of time the international media they they make their reports based on facts you know what i mean they do their report based on facts they're not going off of what they see on social media or reporting fake news you know so you know when things like that videos come out you you want to verify those videos are authentic and there are ways to verify those things and this thing i mean anybody can actually verify you know what i'm saying location of where a video was shot or a picture with metadata and i mean the, the tools are out there you know what i'm saying so for the nigerian government to still be playing themselves like they in the freaking 1900s and shit you know we're in a new world man we need to wake up you know we need to stop deceiving ourselves you know it's high time we we actually embrace the truth you know everybody know what the truth is you know what i mean this is just the government that's still denying and we're acting like they don't they don't know what the truth is everybody knows what the truth is social media yeah there's fakeness on social media but there's certain things certain imagery that cannot be doctored that you cannot say is fake you know they were saying initially when those videos from Lecky came out that it was Photoshop. Who photoshops a video? First of all, that just tells you the, 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 their lack of knowledge. Who photoshops a video? It's picture that you photoshop, not, not freaking video. You know, so that was their excuse that it was photoshopped the video, people dying, that, that it was photoshopped, that DJ Switch, a live Instagram broadcast was photoshopped. You know, so that just shows you the mentality of these people. A lot of them are clowns, you know what I mean? These people need to go sit down. They need to retire. All this leadership, so-called leadership in Nigeria right now, they need to pack it up. You know what I mean? Nigeria, Nigeria youth are mature, you know, to take the country down the path that it needs to go. You know what I'm saying? All of this nonsense that we keep doing, the other day Buhari come out and saying that he's not going to tolerate the NSAS protest anymore, you know, that any of them that comes out protesting will be arrested, you know. Now tell me how a democratic, democratically elected girl, uh, president will come out and be saying things like that, you know. You were elected, you know, you... you Nigerian youth, Nigerian social media helped Buhari become president. You know, so for that same you to come and want to subjugate that same system that brought you into power, that encouraged your ascendance into the Nigerian presidency, it's actually crazy, you know? And a lot of these governors, especially the northern governors that are actually supporting him, they need to realize that what Buhari is doing is actually going towards dictatorial rule you know because you're actually subjugating the rights of the people you know the nigerian citizens they have a lot of rights and right now you subjugating it the one of the journalists that journalists from the NSAS protest that i talked about 
um, last week about being arrested because of his participation in the protest was actually released today. You know, 12 days in unjust uh, uh, police detention. He was arrested on November 7th in his home and um, he was taken to Abuja for interrogation you know, and was returned to Lagos for trial after 10 days. Uh, he was arraigned in court on four count charges of cyber stalking and activities likely to cause breach of peace you know so these are the things they've been doing to our nigerian youth that have the the the, the nerves to stand up and speak for their people you know this is the things they're doing for them you know to, to them you know what i mean instead of them to take their advice and this is the reason why initially after the five for five request by the incest protesters after that the, the youth refused to go to their homes you understand what i'm saying this is a reason of the youth because they knew that this government in the, the the nigerian government the nigerian leadership they're always just about talking they are never serious and they never mean what they say so that's why those youth still stay after the the government accepted the demand they still remain stood their ground that they're not going nowhere and they came up with other other hashtags and other demands and everything because they know it wasn't going to change because they know if they go home it's not going to change and all of this happening right now the aftermath of the inside protest is it's a good way it's a good proof to show that the nigerian government they are not learning anything so again we're going to keep reiterating this to the nigerian youth we need to form a political movement, a strong political movement. Shehun Kuti, son of Fela, is actually doing that, reviving his, uh, his father's uh, movement of the people, you know. Um, they were supposed to hold meetings at the African Shrine, you know, to start this uh, movement, to revive this movement. But the Nigerian government, again, they stood in front of it, they blocked access to, to the African Shrine, which is the, the club, the, the event center that the Kutis have. They blocked access to it. They have military police and all of this over there. But um, Shane Kuti being the smart guy he is, they actually held it at another venue, you know what I mean? So more power to them and our using to support the movement of the people because Fela was always about the Nigerian citizens, you know? He was always speaking for the Nigerian citizens. And uh, Shane Kuti, his son, is actually taking the same steps that his father has taken. And he has all of our support over here. Yo, we're going to pause right now. You know, let me give my man, my co-host, Alaboogi, some space for him to express his opinion. What's up, bro? Alaboogi, talk to them. Let's see what's going on with you. Hello, guys. Good evening. I hope everybody's doing fine. It's a shame. What this man, President Trump, is is taking the country to right now for refusing to concede to to the actual winner, President-elect Joe Biden. It was a hard-fought election, and there's going to be a loser, and there's there's going to be a winner. But this man, for whatever reason, he refused to concede. It's a shame. 
position. And I hope this doesn't become a norm whereby every every candidate will not want to concede when they lost. The whole world look up to America for for guidance when choosing their leaders. And now what this man is doing is he just setting a precedence and which I hope no 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 reasonable leader will follow or we try to emulate. And this behavior is being he's being encouraged by his Republican wing nuts. Those ones who who are just mainly only interested in spreading false allegations. Things that never happened, but they like to paint it in a way that it will make people to believe that's what that what really happened. Whereas it's, a, it's just a false. It's just a false. You know, he has a lot, a whole lot of people urging him to do this thing to fight to the end. And there's no, there's no, the handwriting is written on the wall already. You lost. Give it up. Stop, stop the charade. You know, you, you're making a mockery of the, of the system in the eyes of the international community. This kind of behavior I expect to see from third world countries, Africa, most of the time, but it happens in other parts of third world, third world uh, countries too. But in any case, I never expect, expected to see this kind of behavior from a US president. It's a shame. It's a disgrace. And it's Republican members, those ones, those reasonable ones. They need to call him to order. They need to call him to order. You know, it's a shame. It's a shame. I don't know why they why they are afraid of him. Yes, he has a lot of followers, but undermining that, do what is right for the country. Not for your own personal gain or for your own ego, which is what he's doing right now. This is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know, what he's trying to do right now, he's trying to 
say if those states he lost, if um, the legislators, the state legislators can nominate electors who are favorable to him, pro-Trump electors. Because for instance, he invited the state of Michigan electors to the White House this evening. Hopefully, maybe to convince them to to vote for him when the elect, elector, electoral college vote will be will be done, which is about two or three weeks from now, December eighth to be exact. You know. It's a disgrace. How would you want to subvert the ele- election result and you want to bypass the back door so that the elect the state electors can can elect you irrespective if you lose the state or not? That is just ridiculous. That is just ridiculous. And this man doesn't know he's is creating a constitutional crisis. If he does that, that's a constitutional crisis. And it's embarrassing to the country. It's embarrassing to the country at large and to that, to whichever state that we actually go ahead with it. It's embarrassing to that state in particular. I hope it doesn't come to that. Well, folks, these are dangerous times now, right now. Because, as you can see, the, two days ago, the, <clears throat> there was um, there was a protest in Washington, D.C. Pro-Trump um, demonstrators were protesting in Washington, D.C. that uh, somebody got stabbed and there were several arrests. This man is very irresponsible. He's not fit to be in the White House. He's not fit to be in the White House. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad that he lost. Because I couldn't imagine if anybody could have handled another four years of of him. Thank goodness. Thank goodness it didn't happen. So by January 28th, he will be out of the White House. He's bringing down the the institution down, the presidency. It's not a personal property, or it's not a it's not an entitlement. 
which is what he's trying to make it look like. And it's a shame. And I don't know those ones who are supporting him. If they don't see, if they don't see it, you know. If they don't see it. Well, folks, this this these things need to be addressed very very urgently, and I believe the military will step in if if it comes to 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 whereby he will declare himself as the winner, and he will not want to leave. I don't think it will come to that, but if anything, if the worst come to worst, I trust the U.S. military that we, they can step in and do what is right. Well, I think that's all I have for now, guys. Good night. Till next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you, Alan Boogie, for that commentary. It was definitely on point, you know. But um, people, it's pretty much on the same vein on what we've been saying, man. The world is a crazy place right now. It's a mad world, you know. So, I mean, we just keep praying and just be vigilant. You know, the year is about to be over. Next week is uh, Thanksgiving. And after Thanksgiving, we in the holidays, you know, festivity, period, Christmas, and New Year. We're going into a new year. So, I mean, it's a mad world, and a lot has happened this year. But we just all need to just take a chill, you know what I'm saying? For the sake of humanity, we need to take a chill. Because a lot has really happened, and everybody just needs to comport themselves, man, and do the right thing. At least for the rest of the year, man, you know, the world has gone through a lot already. And we actually compounding it with all these different issues that we are actually creating with our own hands. It's actually not helping matters at all, you know. But that's just it for me this week. I hope next week we'll have some better stories and not this draining dialogue we've been having for the past two weeks now regarding the U.S. election and size and all of this craziness, you know. But um, before I, 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 I go, Bobby Wine from Uganda he's a musician and he's a politician in Uganda he's a very outspoken um, guy you know and he's actually kind of like the Nigerian youth that's rising up looking for good governance you know Bobby Wine and his people they want to change Yoweri Museveni that has been the president dictator for over 20 something years in Uganda you know so they're actually fighting and creating a movement to actually remove Yoweri Museveni from power. But um, today he was arrested by the Uganda police and he was taken to unknown places, you know, to be interrogated. You know, the uh, protest actually came out of that event because he was forcefully removing um, from his car, from his vehicle while he was uh, en route to some where I guess a political campaign because the elections is in January 2021 and the police arrested him and there was a riot that broke out and in which um, some people were killed and I think about 38 people were injured 
You know, our heart goes out to the people of Uganda, to all Africans that's fighting for justice and liberty. Our hearts go out to them and we are strongly in support of them because, I mean, African needs to change. You know what I mean? We cannot keep doing the same nonsense and um, expecting a different result and expecting our lives and our, uh, the lives of our citizens to change. So we support every African youth anywhere in Africa that are looking for good governance and positive change in their lives. Yo, until next week, people, this is your boy Prime Evil with, your, with my co-host Alan Boogie. We appreciate you tuning into the IMCTV Street Chat. Check us out, IMCTV.com for everything that we're doing. Yo, thank you once again, and we'll talk to you next week. One love.